Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bellas podcast. Yes, welcome back. I can't believe season six of Total Bellas is already over. I know, it's so sad. And um, how crazy that our pandemic season has wrapped and the actual pandemic is still happening. I mean, it's COVID crazy. All right, here we go. Happy Hump Day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. Okay, Brie, we have so many rumors we need to clear up today. You know what that means? Kill a rumor! Yes, finally. Well, let's pop that bottle. All right, so I'm really excited what we're opening up with today, because... It feels like old school to me because I used to drink this, I swear, all the time when Birdie was like one or two. But um, Nicole and I finally this past Sunday went and visited them in Oakville. So I was so excited. But Long Meadow Ranch, LMR, Cabernet 2016. Nicole, what did they say? It's like kind of like the way the French do it. Right. Like old world feels. Old world. There you go. You know, I agree. And having kids now, both of us, um, we were like, we need to have sister time. So Brie came up with this idea, Sister Sunday. And it's been really fun because during the week, we think of a new place to go every Sunday. And we've really wanted to do a lot of local love to places in Napa Valley. So recently, both of our men were out of town. So we were stuck with the kids. So we're like, okay, kids have to join Sister Sunday. So recently we were at Long Meadow Ranch, which is amazing for kids. And that's the Cabernet we're drinking. But it's been so much fun finding all these different places to wine taste or just we did a workout one day. Yeah. Um, what else, Brie? Well, I think my favorite part about it too is that our men are like, they get Sister Sunday. And so yeah. we don't even have to hire babysitters. Our guys are like, no, we understand. Like you guys need that, you know, four to five hours together to go do something fun. And Brian's great because he's like, I don't go wine tasting. So I know you need your sister for that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that they're on board. So we don't have to always like look for sitters. But yeah, I think, you know, the cool thing is I think right now during the times, it's so important just to give some local love and really help out mom and pops and just small businesses. And really, I feel like the whole restaurant bar industry, I feel like they're the ones who really have gotten rocked during this pandemic. I agree. So you guys need to go out there and create your own sister Sunday or whatever you want to call it, because I have to say it's, it's something that we look forward to every week, but it's just, I don't know. It's a lot of fun and it gives back to the community. Brie, we, we have to talk about Total Bella season finale. Oh, yes. It was, I have to say, it was a fun one. It was, I mean, it actually, I will admit, there was a lot of LOL moments. I didn't remember that when we watched it like a long time ago, but then seeing it again the other night, I was like, I mean, Matado. So many people have been writing to Mateo, not to Mateo, but on my IG about Mateo, but calling him Matado. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when I saw that, all day I kept messing up again, Matado. <laughs> I mean, I and messed I'm up like, my own son's name. I kept calling him Matado. Yeah, I was like, he's my nephew. I can't call him Matado. But I thought it was really funny. And I think, too, it was 
kind of embarrassing. It's always embarrassing when I watch myself back drunk. It's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I can sometimes just get so immature, but it was kind of fun to see that. Hey, but you know, sometimes you got to let your hair down. You you have to get immature and have fun. We all need to find our child inside. You and I find it after we've had a lot of wine, but it, it keeps things fun. Well, and my thing is the fact that you guys actually let me walk into an open house drunk is crazy. I mean, okay, first of all, I was super drunk too. Well, that's like true. we you both were. were. So, I mean, I can't believe I let myself walk into that open house. But I loved having JJ a lot in the season finale. He just always brings so much fun to I the agree. show. You know what I mean? He's just, he's funny. I, I just, yeah. I loved watching him. I wish we got to see more of like Artem winning Dancing with Stars, but it was so cute all of us celebrating at the end. That was so fun. It was. Well, I think the hard thing, and I know we've said this before, is that only 20% of what we film makes TV. There's so much that doesn't make TV. Like, even when JJ and I were on those scooters and we're just like all day long going through the vineyards and all this fun stuff. I mean, even think of a lot of Brian didn't make it in. But that it's crazy when I watch. I'm always like, whoa, so much gets cut out. Right. And, you know, they have to make these scenes two minutes long and you think, well, our conversation was two hours long. Totally. And just have to grab two minutes out of that. It's nuts. Well, I mean, we do have deleted scenes on our YouTube channel, but even like with Artem, I wanted to get so much of the dancing stuff, but you know, we're in COVID and we weren't allowed to go there and film. I mean, yeah. Artem and I weren't allowed to film a lot together when he was dancing because of their strict rules. Like we weren't even allowed to have cameras around us. So Nicole, I have to ask you, would you film again in a pandemic? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, after seeing this season, I actually probably would only because of people really loved this season. And this season was very real and raw. We were one of the first shows that started filming in a pandemic. We were in a bubble. We had so many rules. We couldn't really leave our homes. And when we could kind of start to leave our homes, it was 120 degrees outside. And it was like, at that time, I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do this again. And we were pregnant and it was so hard, but seeing the show and like watching the nine episodes and just seeing how many people connected to you and I and our stories and what we were going through to me, that always makes me like, yeah, I could do it again, you know, for the Bella army, for the total Bella's viewers. It, yeah. it was difficult though. I'm not going to lie. And it's hard because not only was a pandemic, you and I are pregnant. So it's not like we could even be locked inside and drink and have fun. Like it was just, it, it was really hard this season to get all the super exciting content that you and I always usually bring to the table it right. was impossible to do that. And also we could only film pretty much you, Artem, Brian, and I at times with mom, rarely JJ because of all the strict rules. I mean, I, just think, Brie, when we started filming, we had a quarantine 14 days. Anyone who wanted to film with us or if anything, you would have to be in a house, not leave 14 days, not even to get groceries, then take a test. And then that was how we had to film then. Right. Well, it, and I think too, for me is, I think no one realized that it was 115 degrees majority of that filming. Or it was like, everything was over 100 degrees. So we kept ranging from 100 to like 115 degrees. So not only were we like trapped, but then we were really trapped because it was so dang hot outside. Right. And people want to give me crap for being naked. Well, it's pretty much only my fiance and you. But I mean, can you blame a pregnant girl being in the desert in the summertime wanting to just be naked all the time? No, I, I get it. I, I felt the same. But, um, you know, it's crazy because the season is done. But the way you guys, I mean, we all ended it. But really, you and Arda. I know. Is that you're getting married. Literally, you said it, Thanksgiving 2021. Yeah, that's Artem and I's goal, which would be amazing. You know, it's such an amazing time because everyone, you know, mainly gets Thanksgiving weekend off, right? So it's a time like where family can truly all come together. And that's, you know, what I always love. I want family and friends to be together. But I just hope that weekend in 2021 wouldn't be where we're still wearing masks and we're social distancing because I don't want that 
at Artem and I's wedding. Artem doesn't want that. We both have discussed that. Like we truly want to have like such a fun wedding and have everyone be there and ready to have fun. And that's why I was like, you know, you and I have kind of talked about this with reality. Like how, how much longer do we have it in us? Cause we're becoming very protective of our families and we just don't want to put them out there as much. And so for me, like how amazing season seven, okay, let's do the wedding season and season eight. I would love to do a comeback. And you and I have recently talked about that coming back to the WWE. Yeah. It's funny because every time we do talk about it, it goes everywhere. But, you know, it is true. It's I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. Um, not right now. I'd love it with when it was Buddy was two. I mean, Buddy's six months and Mateo's six months. Right. So in like a year and a half, I, I think it would be awesome. If not two, if Vince, you know, has us back. Totally. But I do. I think it would be really fun. But I, I do think that's a good game plan. But you know, Nicole, because I feel like you're going to forget to tell this story. And oh, gosh, Bree. I need you to tell this story. You're the worst. So I love it because my sister, I think in Nicole in the last week, you and I have cried, laughed how many times? I mean, so much. We literally had a photo shoot (laughs) for Nicole and Breezy (laughs) and we had to do so many different looks and they had to keep touching, not they, Eileen, honeybee, had to keep touching up our faces because we kept crying, laughing on set. Yeah, we're going to get to that. But first, can we tell everyone the story? Oh my gosh. You and Brian are the worst. It's so good though. (laughs) <laughs> so you and Artem got in an argument, which it wasn't. We, a, we didn't even get in an argument. Actually. All right, don't be that couple where it's like, oh, we um, don't fight. Actually, it's no, like because we, I do talk about our stuff all the time. We're headlining everywhere right now, which Artem isn't the happiest with, and I don't blame him. Which I'll get into. But no, there was no argument. We were just like annoyed at each other. It was funny. Funny. What do you mean? It's- Meaning like we were just being quite to each other. Like we both were on each other's nerves, and we. We'll, I think everyone who's a new parent gets this way because it's like you just kind of get annoyed at each other when it deals with um, your like new baby. Old parent too. Right. Any parent. But meaning like, so we didn't actually argue at all. We just got quiet. And I could tell we both were annoyed at each other. So you guys were annoyed at each other. And I was so it's more like, annoyed. You were more annoyed. So it's like super quiet. So Artem <laughs> knew like, don't talk to her. She seems mad or annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. And so... Then, can you tell everyone what then ended up happening? Bree's the worst, and so is Brian. So I ended up tooting really loud. And it sucks when you're the one who's, like, the mad or annoyed one, and you're just trying to be, like, quiet with, like, <laughs> your nose up in the air. And then I tooted so loud. And then I wasn't even going to acknowledge it because I was, like, in my head, like, <laughs> seriously, like, what? And then I just burst out laughing, but, like, 10 minutes later. Because I'm like, wow, we really just <laughs> didn't even flinch. I mean, I just can't even imagine, like, there you guys are, quiet annoyed at each other and then you just fart and then no one acknowledges it because you guys are annoyed at each other and then tell because Brian and I were dying at this then you text when you're like or you tell them and go it's the way the oils you cook with oh you guys I was still so (laughs) annoying and then like I laughed and then he was like whoa said whatever and I go oh okay like it's obviously the oils you just cooked my vegetables in like a spoiled little brat <laughs> and he goes oh so now it's my fault and I was like yeah what oil did you use but I need it I was so embarrassed I mean I was like bright red <laughs> oh my gosh I was humiliated it's so good oh my gosh thanks Brie thank you for letting me share that story can't wait for that headline Nikki Bella farts on Artem or however it's gonna say no it's gonna say you guys were so mad that she farted or something oh weird oh gosh I hate that word for some reason too it's just farted? so gross or toot whatever I like toot okay well toot but I just to me that it, Brian and I t- literally we talked about it yesterday actually on the phone you did yeah, we just love it. We love that you, after you did it, you blamed him. Like here he cooks you food, <laughs> vegetables, and you blamed him for why you... Well, Mateo wasn't awake, so I couldn't blame it. Mateo, so I had to blame something or someone. Oh my gosh, you're so crazy. Tech. 
Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses, so if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy, you know the calorie intake, and there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code twins50 at factormeals.com slash twins50 to get 50% off. But, you know, speaking of headlines, I I have felt bad for Artem the past few days. And you know what? I'm going to say for myself, too. (laughs) So, you know, when we did Caitlin's podcast, 
And I brought up very quickly, I didn't get into detail about it, but when I said about Artem's tone that um, it was mentioned when we were doing therapy, life coaching, whatever you want to call it, right? And I mean, I cannot believe how it's gone everywhere. That Artem and I are in therapy for his tone and that he's strict and yells at Mateo. Okay, can I just tell everyone, false, 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 all of it. So the funny thing is I was actually saying it in a way of sticking up for my fiance that because there's a language barrier, he's born and raised in Russia, that sometimes how his tone is or how he can come off is not what he means. And I guess that word tone just means something different to a lot of people, right? So I just want to set the record straight. I hate how I always have to either defend myself or, in your words, kill a rumor. Mm -hmm. But Artem and I, we've done three sessions of life coaching. And we're doing it to be amazing parents, lovers, because anyone who has kids, especially when it's your first time around, I mean, you just, you hit heads, you're so exhausted, you're sleep deprived, the list goes on and on, right? There's so much stress there. And Artem and I just don't want to get in a really bad place. So we talk about a lot of things in therapy. And one thing, you know, we talked about was tone because sometimes Artem will say something and then I think he means something else. And what I've learned is Artem, actually, when he says certain things, it doesn't come off how he means. I never said the word angry or strict or anything. You know what I mean? No, exactly. And maybe it's the way you say things. Well, the thing is, is I just say things super quick and then I don't explain it. And then next thing, people are twisting my words and they're making their own feelings about it. Or this is what she means. This is what she means. No, that's actually not what I mean at all. And then it's just crazy. I got so much hate. Like, I couldn't believe how many women were hating on me. Like, she sabotages her own relationships. She has commitment issues. All these people are just assuming that I'm trying to ruin Artem and I's relationship. Like, look, I'm a, a reality star and we have a podcast. And part of that success is being open books. So I come on here and I talk about very open things. And maybe I do need to have more boundaries with my fiance. But if I wasn't to talk about these things, like what would our show be about? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I'm not coming on here to drag Artem or my relationship or sabotage it or have commitment issues. I'm just talking about my life. So maybe that someone who's listening right now can relate and maybe I can help or lead them down the right path or they don't feel alone. So, I mean, I guess I need to let everyone know, not everyone, because some people understand me, but like, I'm not perfect. My relationship isn't perfect. I don't know what relationship is. I absolutely love Artem to death, love him so much. Right. And I think it's amazing we can talk a, about all these things. And it's pretty awesome that we decided to do therapy and life coaching while having a newborn so we don't get in a bad place, so we can understand each other now, even through our most tired days. And I just felt bad for Artem because Artem's such a sweetheart and he has a very hard time when people paint him in a bad light when it's not him. And so that's been his... I, first experience of it where I've experienced it for so long. So it really yeah, affected upset. him. He was so, you saw Brie, he was so upset. Was and really I don't, upset. I don't blame him. And once Mateo got involved, like when people were like, Oh, he's strict and yells at Mateo. That made him, I mean, you saw him on my IG live, like he went off and I don't blame I mean, him. Like, like who, who yells, yells at, at a, a newborn? Month. Yeah. So my thing, this is my take is that, what happens is people judge social media. So, of course, we all put up happy pictures, right? Or we talk about happy moments on social media. And the reality show will show more drama, but not so much drama in our relationships sometimes. But I think what happens is when they hear one negative thing, it just gets exploded right. because there's so much happiness that that one little unhappy moment you talk about or something, it's something to just like make big and talk about. Right. And so I feel like if we posted all this, you know, every day, if we were like, oh, bad day or this or that, then it's not a big deal. And sometimes I feel like how you and I talk, we say things weird and different. And um, I think people just kind of take it and then run with it. 
And so, and I always tell you, like, it's amazing that you're open, but sometimes you put your foot in your mouth. I do. I mean, I do that a lot. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I mean, even when you look at the season finale, I feel like we're so scared of the words postpartum depression and we're scared of the word therapy and everything we make about it is a negative. And that's why I, you know, was okay with still filming even though I was going through postpartum depression and I was fighting it and you clearly can see it. Um, even when I watch myself back, I could just see that I'm in a bad place and I get in a worse place after we're done filming. But you know, I feel like because my platform, I have to be open and honest about these things because with this social media life, people act like everything's so perfect and peachy and it's not that way. You can be Wonder Woman and I'm sorry if you're a first time mom, you're not going to still be Wonder Woman. Like you're, you're learning how to be a mom and raise a life. Right. And it doesn't mean like you and then your significant other are just going to be smiling at each other every day. Like, look at what we created. No, because then life happens. Well, I mean, how many times has a suicide happened and someone's like, I didn't see it coming or I was shocked that person took their life or any of that. And it's because sometimes people are too scared or embarrassed to let people know how they're really feeling. And it's because people get judged and shamed and we shouldn't be like that as a culture. We just shouldn't. I agree. So I want everyone to know like Artem and I have a great relationship. I mean, we're doing so well. And I think because we have like therapy and life coach, we've actually have learned more things about each other than I ever thought we would of like triggers or like real feelings that you won't tell someone about Um, certain dreams or certain things that happened to us in childhood. It's crazy how much we've learned more about each other that has brought us even closer. And it's like, it, it's frustrating, but then I always say like, you know what, we're living it, no one else. So as long as we know that's, you know, okay. And so, um, yeah, I just felt really bad for him. And I guess I'm used to people hating on me. I, I was kind of shocked with the amount of hate I was getting, but like, I'm not here. I'm not here to drag one, my fiance or my baby daddy, you know? Yeah. So it is what it is, but, um, yeah, that was that was pretty shocking this past week. I know. I, I felt bad for him just because we were in Los Angeles when he got that. And he came out. He was pretty mad at like at the Daily situation. Pop. I was shocked. And with I Daily was like, Pop. whoa. But I told him too. I'm like, you got it. It's when you're in the public eye. I mean, they're not going to talk good about. It. He's used to them always talking good about him. So I think he was a little rattled. But it's like that's that's how it is. Oh gosh, you know? yeah. He has to get used to that. But, you know, something more I want to say about the finale is I wonder, and it looked like to me just reading off social media, how shocked people were to see your postpartum depression. Because, you know, you've talked about it before, but no one had physically seen it yet till the season finale. And, you know, it's crazy because even the part with you, Brian, and I, we were talking about something way different. And then all of a sudden you had that crazy breakdown yeah. and, you know, none of us really knew. And I I think it it must've been crazy for the fans just to watch and like see you really crumble in that way. Right. You know, and it was hard to know like, okay, I'm going to put this on TV. I'm still letting them film it. But I feel like as women, we don't talk about postpartum depression enough and we don't shine a big enough light on it. And it happens so much more than we know. And in so many different ways, it doesn't hit everyone the same. And I feel like it needs to be talked to, you know, about a lot. And I wanted to showcase it because I think sometimes people who have a strong presence on social media or who are in the public eye, everyone makes it look like, oh, three months later, I got my body back. Life is amazing. I'm booking these gigs. And that's not true. And so it was really important for me to stay raw and real, even though I was having the hardest time ever. And what was hard on me about it is I was having this really hard time and I kept trying. What was making it worse was I was trying not to have these breakdowns because I was so afraid that Artem would look like the bad guy because he wasn't there. Or I would look like this crybaby who was pushing him to get a job. And then Once he got a job, I wasn't grateful. Like those were going through my head. So I was trying to stay so strong, but I was just dying inside. I was falling in such a deep, dark place. And, you know, that's one of my tips for women who are going through postpartum depression. 
How do I get out? How do I get better? You ask yourself all these things. And the one thing that I learned is you have to talk to your loved ones about it. Brother, sister, mom, dad, your significant other, the person you share your bed with every night, you have to talk about it because I feel like what makes us women worse or get into that place is we're so afraid to admit, like when we have this newborn baby, this amazing light, this smiley, gorgeous thing that you love so much, we're afraid to say how we feel inside. Cause I think mentally we think like, oh, they're going to think I hate the baby or anything like that. And mine didn't deal with any of that at all. And so I think we're just afraid to talk about it. And then we just get in such a darker place. And so if you're going through that, talk. You have to talk to someone like you, Brie, I came to you and then you got Artem involved and like poor Artem was like, how did you not tell me any of this? And honestly, it was making me, I hate using the word hate because I use that and people took it the wrong way, but you start to look at your significant other differently, but he, it's not like he could read my mind. You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's why I wanted to tell him because I felt like it wasn't fair to him not to know. Like, he needed to know. Yeah. Because I know that he would want that, even though everyone's like, she always butts into their relationship. But that's what sisters do. Yeah. And I feel like, too, if you can't afford a nanny or in times like this, like, I don't even have help because, you know, the pandemic and COVID, it really scares me. And so it can be exhausting, but it's also finding people that can just help you out because... I think a part of mine that really brought it on was I was so sleep deprived, you know, takes a village. It does. And it's so true. It truly does take a village to raise a kid. And I think we just, even if we're independent women and you know, I thrive on that, we have to be willing to ask for help and also telling people how we feel. Yeah. Cause I 100% agree. And, um, if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I'm challenging myself to read a lot more this year. And I already finished one book, Magic in the Mass, and it's really good for parents to read. But the one thing, you know, every night when you go to bed, if you're so exhausted and you're just like, oh, my day, you just go to bed almost suffering, your whole family is going to suffer. And how you just have to like let go and you got to live in the present time and take everything for what it is like for some reason, I feel like as parents and mothers and fathers, we feel like we have to live up to this perfect standard and our kids have to be these perfect kids when we're all going to feel different every day. Right. And so, you know, like just letting go and just living. And so I I recommend everyone to get that book. But if you do have postpartum depression, the first thing you need to do is let someone know because your suffering will make your whole family suffer and you don't want that. And some people are like, well, how do I know I have it? What are the signs? If it's starting to get hard for you to get out of bed and you're dragging your feet and you're crying every day and they're not just the tears crying like you're so happy and things are, I don't want to say irritating you, but if you're becoming hateful in a way where you don't care, those are like all the major signs. Like for me, that's when I knew like I was getting into a bad place. Just all those signs. And then just pretending to feel a certain way. When you start lying to people, there's something wrong. 100%. I definitely agree. So I was happy that you shared that. But Nicole, we have to, you know, tell everyone about our Los Angeles trip. Why why are you smiling like that? Because I have not laughed that hard. Oh, since I guess the week before when you farted in front of Art and when you guys were like really annoyed at each other. You're so annoying. You know, (laughs) I... Okay. (laughs) You know what's a struggle for me? And I'm really trying hard to let this go. And I'm trying to embrace this new Nicole, this MILF. I'm going to say MILF. I did the whole 30 this past month. I've lost 10 pounds and I'm feeling good. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm looking good. I definitely have realized how much You know, I've always said it, muscle weighs more than fat. And I really have realized that because even though I'm getting close to my postpartum weight, I'm nowhere near the muscle tone that I used to be. But I have to say that here flying to LA, I was was feeling great. I was like, I've worked hard this month. Seeing myself in photos for the first time since Mm -hmm. having Mateo. I mean, like Bree said, instead of like crying sad, I just cried laugh. 
really hard. I couldn't believe it was me. And But you looked good in the photos. There was just a couple moments where you and I were filling ourselves because we took some good pictures. And then all of a sudden you made me get in these little black spank things, making me feel like, <laughs> I don't know, Giselle. And then when they he snapped a couple photos and I looked over, I'm like, ah. I mean, Brie and I look like girls shit. who weren't invited to the Playboy party but wanted to dress up, but we're wearing like <laughs> three sizes too small. And then we're told no, and we were doing like the walk of shame back to like our car. <laughs> Gosh. No, I mean, a lot of the pictures I loved, it was like just the one that made me laugh so hard is you and I, we took like these photos and we're feeling good and I was like ooh okay and then we go back in the dressing room and we're like let's get in these because we were just feeling we were feeling it. good and then we go out and like these big smiles and barely anything on and then like we took a couple <laughs> pictures and I literally was like I knew it I, I that's <laughs> I know that's me that's why did I think I was something different <laughs> and then I got really embarrassed and I'm like wait 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 I don't know if I want this outfit I mean and then I loved it because I leaned to know like keep just put your butt out or in your legs like this and that and I in my head I'm like I'm really uncomfortable and this is awkward and it's not I mean, good that's like when I sent you the Chewbacca meme yeah. I felt like yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like what's this is awful I, I mean I try to do the sexy like Marilyn Monroe like throw your arms <laughs> oh up with the tube God. top and I mean I didn't see one thing in definition all I saw was a lot of skin and not in a good way and I was like what am I doing I don't even look the same I don't look right I don't even know how to pose I remember that night going back to Arda and being like well I'm just gonna get a burger and fries I don't even care and he's like we well, have one more day but I'm like yeah but it doesn't even matter <laughs> <laughs> but I thought a lot of them looked hot. I they was did. Actually... I mean, a lot of the photos did, but it's those few you see. And then, of course, it's like on social media when you focus on the negative. I was just focusing on those few of those angles. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'll admit, like, I used to like going to the side, right? Because I always felt like the side looked good. But I feel like after kids, like your rib cage looks like a big suitcase. And from the side, I look yeah. like my kids should be Thanks, jumping Brie. into my stomach or my rib cage. It's weird how it is, but that's what it is. And you know what? F it. Like, I, I know. Don't care. I've actually, I had to talk with myself today and said, I need to be kinder to myself. I really need to, to just be. start saying, thank you, body, for giving me Mateo, for making him healthy. So I'm trying to do those type of affirmations for myself. You need to. Because I, mean, I need more self love. And I've been really mean to myself lately. Yeah. You need to be better. I'm about four pounds away from pre-baby weight with Buddy. But I have to say, like, I'm like, okay, I'll get there. And then my next journey is going to figure out um, all my stretch marks around my well, belly button. Like, yeah. Because I kind of like, you know what? F it. I was never into trying stuff. But I'm like, I think I'm going to experiment with some lasers and some fun little things like that. Like, I was never into that kind of stuff. But I think I am like, I'm like, there's all that technology out there, whatever. I'm gonna, I think I might go try it. I, I want you because I didn't get stretch marks. But what I've realized since I've lost 10 pounds is I have saggy skin on my stomach. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think I had that. And so that kind of, I think, hit me hard too, because that was the first time I have seen that um, the past few days or have noticed it. And I was just like, whoa. And I think it's hard because, you know, especially when you're a new mom and you were someone who was always in a midriff, like your whole life. And then now I just look in the mirror, my hips aren't where they used to be. And the midriff, oh, you still wear, you still wear midriffs, <laughs> but I wear <laughs> sweatpants all the way up, like three inches above the belly button. But I like, feel like I need to meet with like a styling consultant because I'm like, my body, I don't even know how to dress it anymore because the clothes I look at, I can't fit in. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. I, I could tell wear. with your outfit this morning in the kitchen, I was like, what is she wearing? Just kidding. Like it was, <laughs> what was I wearing this morning? I mean, your sweatpants were like underneath your boobies pretty much and like oh. a little crop and then these weird little elf looking slippers. <laughs> and I was like, oh in my the gosh. morning making coffee, I was comfy. Okay. I don't need any judgy Judy's in my house when I wake up. How about that? Because <laughs> you don't know how my night was. I know. No, it's cute, but you're like, ooh, I'm chilly. I'm like, yeah, no duh. You have like a little crop on. I'm like, 
I don't know what it is, you guys, but I love crop tops. I know. It's so weird. I know. I mean, I love them too, but I just, you know, it's not the time. Yeah, I think it's because I wear things now up high when I used to wear pants around my hips. And it's just like, (laughs) you know, this is the thing, Nicole. Total Bellas is over. Our boys are six months old. Mm -hmm. You and Artem have all your guys' stuff. You've figured Uh, uh, out. Positive. Positive stuff. That's what I said. You guys figured it out. You tootsie magrootsies in front of him. And everyone's cool with that. And we just did a photo shoot. And I felt pretty damn good. It's time that we kind of start just being like, the bells are getting back. I feel like I'm slowly getting back to myself since having bir- like given birth. And let's go shopping. Everything's opened up now. Let's do a little shopping. We're already doing our wine tasting and just live, right? I agree. I've shaken off those 10 pounds. I'm going to shake off some more. Everyone, please Instagram Artem. Tell him to do more TikTok vids with me. <laughs> you don't even do them, but we do need to get to TikTok. We do. That's, still, that's one of my goals. But I agree. Sad. I agree. So we, we got to be happy. And you know what? And that's that. Well, right? here's to possibly in the future, a total Bella's wedding season. I can't wait. Fingers will, crossed. Fingers crossed. We will see. All right, you guys. Up next is our favorite segment, Dear Bella's. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. 
Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, and International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee while we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? <laughs> That's right. And here's today's question. Hi, ladies. My name's Ashley, and um, I was just calling and hope that you could give me a little advice on moving. My husband and I, we daydream constantly about moving either somewhere south, we're from the Boston area, or going Texas is somewhere warmer. He would move in a heartbeat. It's me that has kind of the harder time with it because I see, uh, like you, Brie, where you like to have family close by. I know you as well, Nikki. And like, you know, I'd want to move, but then I'm thinking, like, oh, would my mom and dad be willing to move with me? Or I know my brother would, and he doesn't want to leave New England. But I was kind of curious, you know, how do you just take that leap and just kind of any tips or advice? Because I hope one day I can build up the courage to move. I mean, I love New England, but I hate being cold. Yeah, it's just tough when you are really close to family. But obviously, I can't expect everybody to pick up and move with us. And we have two young kids. But uh, yeah, so just want to say thank you. Um, I hope you have some advice and some tips for me. Bye. All right. Thank you, Ashley, for calling. I actually love this question because you just saw on the season finale of Total Bellas how we moved to Napa Valley. And of course, Brie, me, wants always the family to move with me because I do. I love when I'm surrounded by family. That's why I think why Nicole and I are always like together moving everywhere. But um, I do feel like it's important to be by family. But... I also feel like it's important to go on new adventures and journeys. You can always move back home, but I feel like we have this one life and like go experience. Like even if you guys go to Texas for a year or maybe you'll fall in love and it's your whole life. But I I say go for it. I say do it because you can always go back home. Yes, Ashley. And, you know, my advice is just like pretty much what Bree said. You can always move back home. So I think you and your husband and your kids, you need to pack up, 
go somewhere warm. And this is the thing is your family's going to visit and then they're going to go back where it's super cold. And we know New England, they get crazy blizzards there. And then they're going to probably end up wanting to move, but you're going to have to make the move first because that's the easiest way to convince them. Um, And plus, like Brie always said, if you end up missing your family so much and they really don't follow after a year or so, you can always move back to New England. It will always be there. Your home will always be there. So I say go do it, go explore, go journey. You never know what you're going to find, new happiness. I say go take a chance and do it. I do too. And you know what? Everyone always gives me crap because they're like, Brie, you move so much. And I do. Yeah. But in the same breath, people are always like, oh my gosh, it looks like you're always having so much fun. It's, yeah. And I am because I'm always on an adventure and I love experiencing new. And I, I think, you know, like I, I, I'm lucky I have a husband that's willing to do it and my kids adapt really well, but it's fun. I just love that. I agree. There's so many amazing cities and towns in the United States. So it's really cool if you get the opportunity to experience a few for sure. All right, Ashley. Well, thank you so much for calling in. And if you want a chance to hear from us, give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you all. It was just so much fun catching up with everyone. I feel like it's been a while. We had a lot to say, right, Brie? Oh, we did. And make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast, so make sure to follow us at the Bella's podcast until next week. Remember to stay fearless and you'll always go Brie mode. If you drink along with us, see you next Wednesday. And as Bertie likes to say, bye-bye. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.